Hey, it's Ian Altman. On this episode, we'll focus on one of the biggest mistakes I see businesses make when meeting with potential customers. It doesn't matter if you consider yourself an executive, a professional, a salesperson, or a business developer. Call it what you like. At some point in time, somebody built a PowerPoint deck template. In that template, there's a section for company background. In essence, it's an in-person about us section. The truth, however, is that nobody cares about your background if they don't first see how whatever you do might apply to their own situation. Giving an about us section of presentation hurts you more than it helps. In the research I've done with how executives make and approve decisions, there are two critical questions people ask before approving a purchase. The first question they ask is, what problem does this solve or why do I need it? And the second question is, what is the likely outcome or result if I make the investment? We also know that if you offer any type of service as part of what you sell, that your client will be most directly impressed by how much they feel you understand their situation. So instead of starting with about us, we should probably start with our understanding of you. There are three elements where you should focus. And I'll break these down in detail. The first one is the context of the discussion and why they agreed to meet with you. See, unless you cornered somebody in a room, there's probably some sort of context, either they reach out to you or you reach out to them, that sparked them to agree to a meeting. The second thing we want to focus on is results you've delivered for others and positioning your team in the market. And the third thing is digging deeply into their situation based on a desire to achieve results. So let's break these down one by one. First, the context of discussion and why they agreed to meet. Well, usually it happens in one of two ways. Either someone reached out to you or you reached out to them, they agreed to meet. In either case, the first thing you can do is ask a question like, so what inspired you to meet with us today? That will give you insight into what it is that either they were seeking as to why they reached out to you or what is it that you said to them that inspired them to actually take the meeting. If you get kind of a, well, you asked for the meeting, then what you want to do is remind them of the types of problems that you solve for other organizations like theirs. So whatever their business is, you might say to them, well, when I deal with businesses like yours, and I would be specific as to what their business is, people usually come to us to solve one of two or three problems. They either have this type of problem, this type of problem, or that type of problem. And I know that's something we talked about before, which of those was most interesting to you. And then whichever one they pick, you get to ask why that one. So the idea first is that we want to set that context to make sure that we're on the same page about what they're trying to achieve and what their primary interest is. The second thing is once we get that context, we want to give some sense of credibility about solving those types of problems for others. So you may even say to them, for example, well, here are the types of results we've been able to achieve for other organizations like yours who are facing that type of problem, but I don't yet know enough about your situation to know if we could achieve the same results for you. So the idea is that we want to help them understand that this isn't our virgin voyage. This isn't the first time we're trying to do this. In fact, we've solved this for other people. Now, you may be somebody who is selling something brand new. 
And in which case you want to share relevant experience you have in something else that might apply to it. The bottom line is you have to give them some comfort that you're actually able to deliver the results they might need. Remember, people ask those two questions. What problem does this solve or why do I need it? And the second one, what's the likely outcome or result if I make the investment? So we want to start with the problems that we're good at solving and then move to the kind of results we've delivered. Another element of this is using the client vision pyramid to position your team in the market. And you can find other episodes where I talk about the client vision pyramid in detail. In fact, on my YouTube channel, you'll see videos specifically about the client vision pyramid. The idea is that now that you've demonstrated that you've delivered some results, we want to pretty quickly position ourselves against other options in the marketplace. So at that point, what we do is, and I'll give you a quick version of the client vision pyramid in this episode, the idea is that I want to explain the relationship that organizations have with vendors at three different levels, at the base effective level, at the next level up in the pyramid, which is the enhanced level, and at the pinnacle of the pyramid, which is the engaged level. So I might say to them, well, so... Usually when people are looking for help in these areas, they're looking for a relationship at one of three levels. At the first level is the effective level. These are people who take direction really well. If you tell them exactly what you want, they'll join and deliver what you asked for. At the next level is the enhanced level. These are people who maybe have some experience in your field specifically who, once again, will take direction and do what you ask of them, but also may have some different ideas based on their experience on how you might approach this. At the highest level is the engaged level. The engaged level, these are people who are completely in sync with you about what you're trying to achieve, how you're going to measure results. They're in lockstep with the stakeholders in your organization, and they're equally committed as you are to results or outcome for your business. These are people who aren't afraid to give you bad news if that's what it takes. They aren't afraid to push back if it ensures that you're going to get the right results for your business. So which level are you looking for? And the idea is what I've just done is I've positioned three different levels. And in most cases, people are going to say, well, I want that engaged level, which we hope is you. Now, if they come back and say, I just want the kind of bottom feeder, then maybe they're not for you. So once I've defined that, the idea is then for me to spend as much of my meeting as possible digging deep into their situation, all focused on a desire to achieve results. So I want to navigate through the same side quadrants. And if you go to ianaltman.com, you'll see videos on the same side quadrants and the same side quadrant journals and how you can use those in your business. The idea is that we want to make sure that we stay focused in our meeting. We want to focus on these four quadrants. The upper left quadrant, remember, the idea of the quadrants is a sheet of paper broken into four even quadrants. In the upper left, we have our notes about the issue of what the client is trying to address. In the upper right, we're going to take notes about the impact and importance in their business, meaning what's the impact of not solving that issue and how important is it to solve this compared to other things on their plate. In the lower left quadrant, we're going to take notes about results. What does success look like? What can we measure together to make sure that we're successful? In the lower right quadrant, we're going to make sure that Nobody comes in the 11th hour we haven't heard of before. And that's where we're going to capture others impacted or involved, meaning who else is impacted by this? Who else would have an opinion about how we measure the results? Who else would have an opinion about how we measure the impact of the organization? 
our goal is to make sure that we're focusing and asking great questions in these four quadrants. Because if we do this well, when we're done with the meeting, the client will think to themselves, wow, these people understand our situation maybe even better than we do. And when that happens, that's when the client is leaning in and wondering, hey, are they available and are they willing to help? The beauty at that point is that towards the end of the meeting, you get to ask, so what would you like to do next? Or what should be our next step? See, there's this term that we often use in sales and business development called closing. And Jim Cathcart, I had Jim on on the podcast in the last year or so, and Jim talked about how the term closing is really a bad term, and I couldn't agree with him more. The idea is that closing implies shutting something down, as opposed to Jim suggests using the term confirming. So if we've demonstrated that we have a mutual understanding of the issue they're trying to solve and how it impacts their organization by not solving it, and if we have a mutual understanding about the results that we can deliver with our solution, then your client or prospect is going to be pushing for you. In fact, they're going to want to get things started as quickly as possible. Think of it in a medical metaphor. Let's say you're a physician and your patient You've just gone through a bunch of tests together and have determined together that they have a life-threatening disease or condition. And the patient now realizes that you are an, an expert of delivering results and curing that condition. If you said to them, well, what would you like to do next? They would probably say to you, well, how do I start treatment? They wouldn't say, well, can you give me three references? And if they did, then that would tell you that you probably need to do a little bit more work. But too often we think about pushing or trying to get somebody locked into a deal instead of if we take the time to really understand their situation and if we take the time to make sure we have a mutual understanding of what the outcome can be, then they'll actually do the closing and confirming rather than you doing it. So remember, we want to make sure not to focus on about us in a presentation. We don't want to start with about us. In fact, about us doesn't even matter unless we explain it in the context of what the client's or potential client situation is. Once we get into those meetings, we want to focus on three elements. First, the context of the discussion and why they agreed to meet with us. Then we want to focus on results you've delivered for others and use tools like the client vision pyramid to compare us to others. And then we want to dig deeply into their situation based on a desire to achieve results. And for that, we use the same side quadrants or the same side quadrant journals, if you like. And that allows us to be in a position towards the end of the discussion to ask, what should be our next step or what would you like to do next? This allows you to approach these situations with pure integrity and always be seen as someone who's there to solve, not sell. Remember, this show gets its direction from you, the listener. If there's a topic you think I should cover or a guest you think I should have on the show, just drop me a note to ian at ianaltman.com. Have an amazing week, add value, and grow revenue in a way everybody can embrace, especially your customer.